0: Stories with the Bartender, a series brought to you by Cam Jam's Corner. Grab yourself a cocktail, sit back, and get ready to laugh, because things could get weird. Round up! How's it going, everyone? It's it's about 2 in the morning for me right now. I was laying in bed, couldn't sleep. My whole sleep schedule was so messed up from this whole quarantine thing that... I just got out of bed. My head was tossing and turning, going a million miles an hour. So I just like decided to get up and sit in front of a microphone. Made myself a delicious gin and tonic and figured I'd uh, share some more bartending stories. Because that's what I would normally be doing right now. Is shutting the bar down. But no. I'm stuck at home. Quarantined. (sighs) I do miss it. I do miss it. I mean... Of course, I miss the money. Let's be real. The money is amazing. Tips are great, you guys. You know, but that aside, it's a job that I love. I love making drinks. It's a a blast. I love being around the people, the crazy situations that come about. Um, I, I would be... You know, just starting to kick people out of the bar. Actually, I would definitely, everyone would be out of the bar right now. We would finally be talking about, thank God everyone's out of that goddamn bar. Ah, oh, geez. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, making sure that there's no one passing out in the bathroom. Uh, making sure there's no throw up anywhere because then finding the bouncers once we find it. Because I'm sorry, guys. Someone has to do it. So I want to clean the throat, but I can't do. It, I have to go clean the bar up. You guys, that, that's I'm the bar. T- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's gross. It's I understand. Anyways, I just I just wanted to be back. I just want to be back in the bar, man. I want to be doing the thing. Kind of it's kind of annoying stuck at home. I mean, don't get me wrong. The the it's been nice. It's been nice just having a little vacation at home for a little bit. But uh, I'm ready to get back. I'm ready to get doing the thing again. Yeah. Just when I was, I just, what really brought me, brought me out of bed was I was laying in bed thinking about this. Fucking one time this guy was on stage and he had, he was pumping his hands up and down and he was, he, we saw at the bar during the the live show, the piano players are a lot. They, we allow people on stage. It's, it's supposed to be more like, you know, groups of people getting on stage, dancing together, you know, um, it, just to kind of create the party just to kind of, you know, regulate, kind of keep the energy up. But it, It's it's not supposed to be just freely, but this guy apparently just decided to take it upon himself to jump on stage and start jump just like pumping his hands up and down, like straight fingered, uh, like kicking his hands and knees up and down, almost looking like jazzercise. Just bam, 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 and he's doing the same thing over and over. Hands down to the to his hands and knees, and then up in the air, and then hands and knees, and then up in the air. And it got so ridiculous. And we, I mean, me and my servers—it's a joke that still lives on to this day. We we constantly, am going to start pumping our hands up and down. It becomes one of the funniest things. I, I this fucking guy, and I don't even think he was drunk. That's the fun, that's the worst part of it. worst funniest whatever you want to call it. It was crazy. I, I, it was hilarious this guy gets so much confidence on that stage grinning from ear to ear just pumping away just going getting his daily workout and, mm, yeah hmm, so fucking funny i couldn't believe it speaking of stage one time the bar shuts down, this girl decides to go on stage. She has definitely been in, drinking. She's very intoxicated, okay? She's very intoxicated. She gets on stage. She's talking to one of the piano players. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the owner slash the piano player at the time. Um, Chatting with them, chatting with them. And she decides to literally, during mid-conversation, just turn and run across the tables like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon style, just... Just go right, and we don't. We didn't have the best tables in the world, and the entire bar froze and just looked at this girl and was just waiting. Like at any moment, these tables are going to collapse, and this girl is going to eat shit, face down, ass up, scorpion. I I couldn't believe it, but more proper, she did it. She did it, guys. She did it. She made it across. Not all of us have that. uh, Have that pledge or that. uh, yeah, that pleasure of making it across. Sometimes, sometimes you're the you know. Sometimes you're the hammer, and sometimes you're the nail. And on. this one girl, she was a. Uh, she thought she was all hot shit at the bar. She's, yeah, you guys like this. Mm-hmm. She's she has a beer in her hand. She's walking. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Like that, dude. Both feet up into the air. I'm on the other side of the bar. I see her feet. I the bottom of her feet above the bar because she slips and falls so high. Boom, she hits the ground. The bar almost goes quiet. All you're hearing is the piano in the background. Everyone's frozen, just like, oh, shit. No joke, this girl pops straight up in the air, beer in the air. I'm all right. I'm okay. The beer, oh, my gosh. It It went from one of the funniest, scariest, coolest things that I've ever seen in my life. It was so goddamn funny. So, so funny. Oh, my God. We had this one group of guys come in one time too. It was four of them, four or five of them, and it was really weird. They were drinking chill shots of sambuca, and I don't know if you ever had sambuca. It's kind of, it's kind of thicker. It's a, I don't know. It's it's just got a thicker consistency than most liquor. Um, it's a liqueur technically, so it's not a liquor. So it, it has a little bit more sugar, but it tastes a lot like a black licorice. You know that really weird. Uh, it's te- it's technically star nice. Or, or anise or however you say it. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's a spice, a cooking spice. And a, a lot of European-style um, liqueurs or even stuff like Jägermeister or these these herbal liqueurs, they'll have that that liquor-style flavor. But this one, is that's the big flavor of it. And these guys came in, and they wanted it chilled, so they wanted to keep a bottle cold, and then they were just taking shots of it. They'd get five shots of it at a time. That's right, five people, five shots for sure is five of them consistently going and then so uh, one guy they were getting a little out of control they were like wrestling around we had to talk to him like hey guys keep it down if you don't if you know if you guys keep getting crazy we're gonna have to kick you out unfortunately and they're like hey you know they were really respectful that's the craziest thing they just they were a little wild they got a little crazy sometimes they, they honestly seemed like a really fun bunch to hang out with i would probably chill with them but th- there's this one guy man he starts pushing everyone back he's like watch out guys watch out watch out watch out i had a feeling i knew it was gonna happen I probably could have stepped in and said, hey, man, you you probably shouldn't do what you're about to do. But I really wanted to be able to sit in front of a microphone one day and tell you guys that this dumb drunk ass thought he was going to try to do a backflip in the middle of the bar. And right before it happened, I so, so unselfishly ran over to my other bartenders and stopped them what they were doing because they needed to stop. What they were doing at the moment, and witness what was about to happen, because it was so much worth it. Um, guys, 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 guys! Look what, look, guys, guys! Look what we're about to keep this guy out, promise. So they all look over. This guy tries the backflip. If you're not familiar with the term the scorpion, that is where you land on your face, and you f- you you basically bend so that your belly is arched, so your feet bend over. So he landed with his face down and his feet arched over. And he flipped back over and landed on his belly. Um, f- oh my god, it was so it was so funny. He took it like a champ, and jumped right up, no like nothing. We did have to kick him out. Uh, the, it was a probably one of the funniest kickouts ever. I mean, they they didn't care. They were laughing. Everybody was laughing. Their friends were laughing. He was laughing. My bouncers were laughing. We were dying. We we're like, sorry guys, you got to get out. They're like, yeah, we don't. I mean. They didn't break anything. They didn't hurt anybody besides him. So, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Uh, but yeah, it was just. I mean, you can't you can't just jump and do backflips in the bar. That's not really how it works, you know. But I do appreciate that. A for effort. Definitely the A for effort. Oh man, one of my worst stories probably ever at the bar. This will this one will get you guys. This one. Oh, let me take a drink. Sipping. Mm. I don't know if I told you guys, but I'm sipping on a delicious gin and tonic right now. Classic drink. If you didn't know, gin actually started in Dutch. And the gin's got kind of a crazy story to it, too, because in the mid-1500s, I'm I need to, I'm not sure the dates. I'll double check on the dates, but it's right around the mid-1500s. There was no rules to gin. You could just make gin endlessly. That's where the term bathtub gin comes from. So these crazy motherfuckers in Europe... We're or London, were literally just making bathtubs full of gin and drinking it all day long, as like like it was their damn water. Nuked, they're naked and drunken, and disorderly all over the the city to the point it was like four years long. The government had to step in because it was so out of control. And then uh tonic. Uh, so anyways, but uh. uh <laughs> That was kind of a crazy side story. But uh gin was invented in uh Dutch and tonic was actually invented in Scotland. And when they came together um and created the gin and tonic because they were both used as medicine, but when they would come together, they're um they're a lot less bitter combined, but very bitter on their own. So there's a lot of gin that's actually made in Scotland right now. Hendricks, which is very popular, one, was actually made in Scotland. So uh but yeah, cheers to that. Let me get back to this. Uh kind of gross story is a little crazy one so I believe it was a Thursday night and Thursday nights um at the nightclub obviously aren't the most popping obviously I'm craziest nights are Friday and Saturday nights but so I'm in there Thursday night and I really I always like to dress really nice it's just something that I've always done very very much enjoy a suit uh I, I love it suits are amazing so um I get off a little bit early from the bar. I'm kind of hanging out. I decided to just have a drink, kind of enjoy the show, just chat with uh, the other bartender there, uh, have a good, Just you know, when he was not busy, just kind of keep him occupied because there's obviously a reason I got a here that it was slow. So this guy comes up to me, and he's like, hey, man, you're a really cool bartender. Can I buy you a shot? And I'm like, sure, man. He was like, whatever you want, I don't care. So he's like, hey, man, Patron. I'm like, all right. Uh, so he gets us each a shot of Patron. And we proceed to take the shot of Patron. As we are putting the glass down on the table, he throws up and proceeds to throw up on the table and on me. (laughs) So, um, there's like four or five of my regulars there. Everyone just kind of takes a step back. I take a step back and I'm kind of just like that. And this dude takes off running directly to the bathroom. I'm like standing still. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. Scratch that. Had to be a Friday night because the bouncers got involved. That's right. Had to be a Friday night. So um, I'm standing there and I, I just, I, I'm, I'm frozen. I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh my God, this guy just threw up all over. I have a suit jacket on. So I like get it off my jacket. I'm so disgusted. We, me the, and two of the bouncers go to the bathroom, find this guy. And he's like, fuck you guys. I can walk myself. He just starts flipping out, flipping out. And I'm like, it's the bounce like come on man we gotta go and I'm like bro you just fucking threw up on me man what are you talking about and he's like fuck you guys I can walk myself out fuck this fuck that and I'm like dude what do you mean my man and I was like you were acting so cool and all of a sudden you just throw up on me I was like that is disgusting man I was like moral of the story is anyway we get him out moral of the story is don't act like an asshole if you throw up on somebody okay it's gross it's gross one of the funniest throw ups I've ever seen well impressive throw-up stories I've ever seen this lady one time she ordered a shot of tequila and it was a not like like one of the little shots it was like kind of one of the bigger uh like a bigger like a rock not quite a rocks glass or I don't know what to call them they're like the bigger shot glasses you know the bigger almost like cocktail style shot glasses so I give her the shot of tequila she pays for it give her she hands me the check back she takes it pulls it pulls her head back takes a shot As she's taking the shot, she comes back and (laughs) throws up. All of the throw-up makes it right back into the glass. And then she sits it down on the table and then just walks away. And I stand there. (laughs) Whew. Wild. Glove. Whole glass. Garbage. It's like, that shit was impressive, though. Did you see that? Not a drop made it anywhere. We fucking flashlight. nothing. All back in the glass. So impressive. I couldn't believe it. What an expert. What an expert. Some of those expert drinkers actually in the world. I've, I, 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 actually we're women. Now I think about it more often. Which is funny because also at the bar, I'm always telling guys to put their goddamn shirts back on. Guys, keep your shirts on at the bar. Why? Do you, I don't know why you have to take your shirts off. Like I don't get it. I mean, girls are definitely a little more gross. I mean, girls have done some narrow sets of like... Yeah, but guys, they would just take their shirts off. I was like, yo, dude, hey, bro, Hosky, bro, ham, put your goddamn shirt, up. Abraham Lincoln, put your goddamn shirt back on. We don't care about your pecs. No one gives a shit. Take your shot. Get, 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 put your shirt on, please. Anyways, um, so back, man, one time, I'm just thinking about the the whole drinking. I, I used to make this, I make this drink called the uh, electric watermelon. Um, two stories on, the, on that note, actually, and not a lot of people could drink it. It was a very strong drink. It was, it was a twist on a um, a Long Island I see, but I could make it a little bit stronger. And I used a watermelon pucker on top of it. And the watermelon pucker hit everything so well. It's very sour, very sweet. And you didn't need a lot of it. But if you've had a Long Island, it's pretty much a good over half... Half of it can be a, alcohol. It's, it's a very strong drink. Four to five alcohols in it. But you use triple sec in it um, and Coca-Cola and um, a little bit of lemonade. So instead of the triple sec, I use a watermelon pucker, which hides a very good. Squeeze a little lime in there with some acidity and then Sprite and lemonade. It's freaking, it's a, I'm not going to say it's phenomenal. It's a good drink. It's good. Um, it's very, but it does the job. For when you you don't need many of them, you need a couple if at most, one or two of them. um And people come up to me like, "Hey man, what's the best bang for your buck?" And I could be like, "Hey man, you pay me ten bucks for a Long Island, I make you this drink. I promise you, two of these, it does the job, gets it done. It does, okay." This lady one time comes up to me. I was like, says this to me. I was like, most people don't make it past two of them. They're just they're stronger drinks they do the job. She comes up to me and on her fourth one. She's like, I thought these were supposed to do something to me. And I was like, Oh my God. She was, I was like, this is so impressive, ma'am." I, I don't know. I'm almost scared for you. She wasn't like an older woman. She was a younger woman, but man, she could hold her alcohol. She, that's a lot. I mean, there's a good two and a half, three, two and a half, three shots in a long Island usually for sure. I mean, we're talking. That's nine. That's about nine shots <clears throat> in a nightclub and a cocktail that tastes like juice, and that's not including any of the other, you know, the liqueurs in it. You know, what I mean. Cause so uh, it's it's not a weak drink by any means, and it was very impressive, very very impressive. Um, the so the but the nightclub I worked at too. Um, they uh they used to let a comedy club. Host there, uh, it was on a Thursday night. It was really fun. Uh, I used to love working. It was really, I, I, I'm a huge fan of stand up comedy. It's one of my favorite things to watch. I follow a lot of them. So, the host comes up to me and he's like, "Amen." You know, usually he always ordered a beautiful. If you're not familiar with a beautiful, it's just a Hennessy and um, Grand Marnier, fifty fifty, and a snifter. It's a really good drink. Really, really nice. I would never had one before. And then I tried it and it's actually a very, very nice drink. Usually you get it's pretty much cognac and grammick. You don't have to use Hennessy, any style of cognac. But he's like, hey man, I just want one drink and I wanted to get do the thing. Okay. I was like, all right. Uh so I make him this electric watermelon. He comes back up to me and I was like, I slide him this pink drink. He's like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, it's electric watermelon. He's like, what? Um for reference to the story, it is important. He was a black comedian. So <laughs> that's not why I made him the drink. That was just my drink that I always made people just so happy. It was a very awesome coincidence. So I make him this drink. He drinks it. He comes back, sets the cup down. It's gone. He's like, man, that shit got me fucked up. And I was like, I told you, man. And he's like, what the fuck did you do? And I'm like, man. he's like, I got to go on stage. and like, That shit got me fucked up. I'm like, all right. He goes on stage. First joke he tells. Tell me how this motherfucking white bartender in the back is going to make me an electric watermelon drink. Motherfucking racist. And that it's good as fuck. That shit fucked me up, man. Dude, it was so fucking fu- He still tells this joke today. It's so goddamn funny, man. I couldn't believe it. He, uh, I laughed so fucking hard. It was out of nowhere too, man. He made it up. Uh, man, that's some impressive stuff, dude. We make jokes about like on the fly. But, oh, fuck. I'll never forget that moment hope one day I can run into him again and bring up that joke cuz I do sing it from time to time and he's actually opening up a uh, his own comedy club up in here uh, in Tacoma it's going to be pretty cool uh another really cool thing I got to do actually through his so it was a uh, Nate Jackson was his name he had a, he, he made it on a uh, Kevin Hart's uh, heart of the what was it Heart of the City? Heart of the City, that's what it was called, yeah. And uh, Kevin Hart actually shot the show through at Keys on Main with uh, them, and he actually came to Keys on Main and uh, sat, and we they shot the show. We all get to be the bartenders, and they were all there as they did the show. It was a really cool experience we got to go through. So uh, thanks to Nate Jackson for that. That's awesome. I hope one day you'll get to hear this. That was was a really cool experience. I mean, I didn't even get to hang out with Kevin Hart or anything when he was there. Um, I got to see the whole... The whole production line of it, the way they do everything. It was a really, really fun experience. Um, it was funny watching people save Kevin Hart straws for some reason. They're like, oh my God, use these. <laughs> I'm going to save them. It's weird shit, yo. Some weird ass shit, dog. <laughs> Uh, so, as much as I hate country music, and I have to say it, guys, I know that I'm probably hoping i don't lose any fans for this. One thing I do miss was there was a country bar that used to um that was right down the road from keys and it was so much fun and we would uh if we would ever get off early i would go down there with a couple of the people i'd work with and uh we would we would square or two-step and if you've never two-step before it's actually with like a partner it's actually really fun style dancing i've uh i was always a hater because i hate honestly i don't like square dancing it's like one of the lamest style dancing i mean i love like hip-hop style dancing i love uh East Coast style swing it looks so fun. I'm teaching myself how to salsa right now for shit to get. Because why not? But uh, yeah, so I went down there, and actually one of my servers taught me how to two style step, and it's it's it was so fun, man. I it makes me uh it it, it makes you always want to take a step back and rethink. You know, so, I mean, there's there's always a rhyme or a reason for stuff. To, same thing with like I hated heavy metal forever. My roommate loved it, and then uh, he begged me to go to one of his shows. Beg me. So finally one day I'm like, whatever, dude. I'll go to your goddamn mosh pit. And then I got there and it was one of the funnest things I've ever done in my life. I still go to these shows. I don't really listen to music a lot. It's the music's good. Um, really when I listen to the music, cause it's it's a way to take me back and kind of give me that similar feeling when I'm at the when I'm at these crazy mosh pits, because coming from a martial arts standpoint, it feels like it puts you in this hypersensitivity mode that almost makes you feel like you're in a fight. Uh, but there you're you don't really get hurt. Like I, I did get I mean, I won't I lie to you, I got cracked a couple of good times. My first one I collided heads with somebody and um saw some stars and it was pretty crazy. But that's just kind of I mean that can happen at any concert. But like, if you fall down in a mosh pit, people pick you up really quick. If you've never experienced a circle pit, it's literally like a, you know, when you're in a a kid and you're running around in a pool and you make the, the whirlpool, it's the same thing, but it's just human bodies. And like, literally your feet will be off the ground for multiple seconds. It's, it's a weird feeling, very, very weird feeling, but man, it is so goddamn fun, man. It is so fun. Still man. The moment this quarantine thing goes over whether we can go to concert. That's one concert I will be doing very, very soon. I mean, oh man, that shit's fun. I suggest anybody to try it one time. If you're if you're a male and you have or even a female and you like any sort of adrenaline, you have to go to one of those. They're a fucking blast. They're fucking so fun. But it's kind of on the same concept when I was talking about like that two-step style. It's something that I miss, man. I miss going out, miss getting being able to kind of just move my body, dance a little bit. I love dancing. The people, I don't know how you don't like dancing. I feel like people, if you don't like dancing, is because you're too embarrassed to dance. You're too worried about what this person thinks about when you dance. Wow, he looks weird. Look at him trying to. I, I don't I could care the fuck less. Or maybe that's why I started the podcast because I could care the fuck less. <clears throat> Hmm. Ah, God, I just want to be at the bar again. Closing the tills down, cutting jackasses off. You ever cut, cutting people off is so fucking funny. They take it so offensively. Like, hey man, you've consumed too much poison in your body. Um, I, I, as a person who serves poison to you, I, I have to tell you I have to stop serving you poison. You fucking tell me what to do, like who who fucking tells you? I'm like, well, I I can because I the bartender so yeah we had this one lady she's she uh she gets she comes in she shouldn't have made it into the bar literally she didn't even, can't walk to the bar but our balancers, whatever um so comes into the bar she's there for five maybe ten minutes she gets on stage starts dancing this bitch falls off stage right boom falls off stage and like i don't think she falls on the table she like, falls in between like the rows of tables it's hilarious it is so goddamn funny so uh, and then like 10 minutes so she goes again on stage again and she's like hands like bent over hands like trying to like white girl twerk her butt like it's it, it's so lame and then she like takes her sweatshirt off it's like grinding it in between her legs under her pussy it's so it's so weird so fucking weird right and it's just like a disaster like oh my god so she comes up to the end of the bar right She's clearly been cut off. Clearly, comes up to the end of the bar and nobody wants to talk to her. And I don't care. I think I like. It. I think it's hilarious. And I'm, I've gotten pretty good at talking to her. So I go up to her, like, "How's it going, sweetie?" She's like, "Hey, how much is your well?" And I'm like, "My wells are eight dollars. How much is Fireball?" I was like, "Fireball's eight dollars. Fireball's a well. It's like it's well prices. Yes." She's like, "Let me get three shots of Fireball." I was like, ma'am, unfortunately, you've been cut off. And she goes, says who? And I, oh, no, she goes, why? And I was like, well, you fell off stage, unfortunately. Um, and you're slowing your words and you're very intoxicated. So we, we can't save you anymore. She's like, says fucking who? And I was like, well, f- me, because <laughs> I'm the bartender. And She's like, well, the fuck you. And I was like, well, now I have to kick you out because now you're assaulting the bartender. When all you had to do was just walk away, we could have just given you more. She's like, go fuck yourself. And I was like, all right. So I flashed the bouncers over and like, she has like five people under the table and I'm like, they got to go. Sorry guys. So this girl walks over to the goddamn door. She like opens the front door and proceeds to make like a jacking off, like coming. Like, eh, 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 eh. This is a grown woman standing at the door of an establishment, making ejaculation motions to the entire bar. Trying to prove a point that she deserves more. <clears throat> Fireball. Yes, we did go back to the chair that you came in. I'm just kidding. That's mean. That's stereotyping. but <clears throat> Let's be real. But man, some people need to learn how to control their fucking Laker a little bit better. Watching little five foot four guys try to fight like four of my bouncers. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, well, it's, I understand that. But you, there's also an intelligence factor that says you can't win this. All they have to do is. Throw their mass of their bodies at your little mass of your body. And there's not much more you can do, man. And then once the police show up, guess what? They're going to take our sides. You're drunk. I'm so they really? What? Like, officer, I'm working. I've been serving this guy. I'm telling you what's happening. They're going to make, yeah, yeah, that guy's probably right. Oh, this drunk belligerent guy that can't even stand straight. Oh, oh, we, oh, you want me to take your side? oh. Oh weird! You think that's how it works? Hmm. Yeah. So um, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say. <laughs> I've said that so many times, man. Some people fuck it. People go to jail for the dumbest stuff just because they're too drunk and they can't just shut up and just walk away because they're goddamn. yeah oh, man. Oh egos, egos, egos. Man, it's hilarious. I watched this little autistic guy get knocked out right in front of the bar one time. S- literally slept. It was so nuts. He was, he was just picking on this guy. When, and he wouldn't stop fucking. But he's like, "You know motherfucker, me. And he's like pushing the guy. And the guy's like, "Man, I don't want to. F- man, just stop, dude." And like, I'm walking outside the bar. I had to go to my car for a second. It's parked out front. I like walk outside. The bar's closed. And he's like, "Man, i was just trying to leave." And the guy's like, "Fuck you, man." And he's like pushing him. And he pushes him. And he goes and tries right about to push him again. This dude finally just turns around and just fuck him boom socks him dude hits this this guy stiffens up like a board. bink hits the he's in the middle of the road knockdown this guy's like i fucking told you and this guy just walks away just casually and cool as a fucking cucumber just <whistles> fucking hilarious right so we're gonna fast forward 45 maybe an hour me and the managers finally get done closing the bar down we're doing everything we're about to leave we walk out and we see like we see we had there's like a like an inlet into the bar. It's not just like flush with the wall, kind of like comes in, you know what I mean? And there's like a girl with her back up against a glass door and we see the guy, We he's like screaming at her, like swinging her finger. And all of a sudden he's flat palms smacks the window right next to her and he's fucking screaming at her. And we're like, oh, fuck no. So we go over there. We didn't realize it was the guy until we got close to the door and then we was, I realized it was the dude that got knocked out. So we fucking, he doesn't see us cause all the lights are shut off. Boom, we kicked the door and he instantly turns in a little bitch mode. Oh my God, you guys, stop, stop. And I'm just like, man, you don't need this from this guy. You don't need a guy like this to be treating you like there's no fucking reason for this. My manager's like, you want to fucking try to touch me like that? You want to die? He's like, dude, please stop, please stop. His lips are all fat and swollen. I'm like, man, what are you going to learn, dude? you got to learn to control your alcohol, learn how to talk to people. Like, I'm telling you guys, you don't want to be that guy, people. You don't want to be that guy. If you can't control your alcohol, stop drinking. Okay. Be the DD, it's okay. There's other ways to have fun. Smoke and joint when you got laugh. there's other ways. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm at uh, 29 minutes right now. It's been fun. I've got I got a. I got a couple cool things I'm trying to plan coming up. Um I'm talking to a really close buddy of mine. He's a, a local musician, done some um done some gigs uh locally for for uh watch Rome Burn. He's also a uh, a front fighter on the COVID 19 and he's a black belt and judo i train with um this friday i'm going to try to do a breakdown with a couple buddies we're going to talk about the fights a little bit kind of give some predictions um the fights are on saturday uh i'm going to bring my dad on he's an ex-veteran ptsd uh he he we have some crazy stories together we're going to kind of we're going to throw out there uh we got some really fun stuff coming up i, I appreciate all the new listeners. Um, Yeah. Just stay tuned. Support the podcast. Thank you guys. Peace.